Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. In a story that has gotten no reporting whatsoever, when I say no reporting, I mean, don't get me wrong, I found it at Wish TV. I should say it in a different way. Hasn't been talked about at all. Hawaii officials say that the DNA tests have dropped the Maui fire death count to 97. What? And maybe better said, how? Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. The number was 115. Testing showed they had multiple DNA samples from some of the victims. The number of those missing fell from 41 to 31. Are you telling me that all of the conversation about children being at home because schools were closed because of the power issues they were having with the power lines. The power lines causing the fire, a hurricane going by to the south, uh, adding winds to that. But this wasn't global warming. This wasn't climate change. That's a lie. And I'm calling the governor of Hawaii, Josh Green, a liar and a fraud for saying that it was. You have an emergency manager who had never managed an emergency and had no history, no experience, no training, no skill set in managing emergencies. Questions of whether or not water was given to firefighters to put out fires because, after all, it had to be equitable. The human error in the wildfires in Maui is, is epic. It's, it's, it's horrific. And, yes, this is what happens when you don't hire to skill set, you hire to other criteria. Those criteria, whether you call it a diversity criteria or whatever else, can't bring about a better result. Can't. You don't hire to a checkbox, you hire to a skill set. There are many people of different uh, uh, looks and attitudes that have skills. Hire good people is always the answer. But we know that kids stayed home and parents went to work because of the power issue. And now you're telling me the number's going down and we still don't know the number of dead children and now it's... This is very strange. Not everything is a conspiracy, guys. And certainly as you're doing testing, you can find out things. Very strange. This story was the biggest story and then fell off the map. It's always amazing how that happens. Always, always amazing. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Over the last year, there have been a lot of musical artists who have sold their entire catalog. Bob Dylan uh, amongst them. Sold the whole catalog. It's, all right. 
I guess you're getting out while the getting's good. That's fine. As is reported, Katy Perry is selling her catalog for $225 million. And I want to know how that's possible. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. I'm not saying she can. I'm not saying she shouldn't take the money and run. I'm asking, Katy Perry has a music catalog worth $225 million? Exactly how many Katy Perry songs do I not know about? Her albums, which are owned by Universal Music between 2008 and 2020, one of the boys, Teenage Dream, Prism, Witness, and Smile. See, I didn't know any of that. I had no I, I had no clue. She's got these five albums. I don't know if she's done anything recently. She has that many popular songs? Was Katy Perry that important to music and I missed it? Jonathan, you are uh, 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 of Gen Z age. Producer Jonathan, everybody, just got married just a couple weeks ago. Two weeks. Two weeks in, uh, he beat the over-under, ladies and gentlemen. Well done. Well played. <laughs> Katy Perry popular? Um, Not for me, but I had friends growing up who, who really enjoyed her music, yes. Huh. I mean, I knew she, she had a name. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't know. I didn't know it was $225 million worth of name. Right, that is, dang. If you can't, if you can't be a TikTok star, get into some level of publishing. That's a little bit of of practical advice from me to you. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help the help the kids. Right there, I get a text from Rob Kendall that "Teenage Dream" is one of the most important songs in the history of mankind. Actually, wrote "Teenage Dream" is one of the ten greatest songs of all time. Oh, God. All right. All right, Jonathan, find me Teenage Dream. I have no idea what this song is. We have to find out now. We have to find out. And just remember, if Rob Kendall says it's good music, uh, question yourself. Question yourself. I know, I know. He's a Bruce Springsteen fan. Uh, Look, uh, blind squirrels and all. Have you found it, Jonathan? Have you found... uh, I got it right here. All right, play it. couple things uh let's bring that down uh first um uh, rob kendall and i have a very different view of top 10 songs of all time top okay now i know the song from the chorus i know the song top 10 song of all time settle yourself settle yourself good lord um uh, Dave in New Jersey, uh, she played the halftime show and killed it, plus she kissed a girl. Well, okay, that's $225 million. That that makes total sense. $225 million for her music catalog. 
All right, you can turn it off. Um, I, I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I, it doesn't matter to me. It's not like I win or lose anything. It's like the whole Taylor Swift conversation. The Taylor Swift conversation has gotten nutty because there's a series of, of articles out. Um, specifically, I must admit, they come from places on the political right. And it's like, why do we celebrate this not above average, a horrible lyricist named Taylor Swift? People like it. They like it. Yeah, but her lyrics, I, you won't, I, I'm not going to go about dissecting her lyrics. I don't spend any time with her music at all. At all. I spend no time. I get it. She broke up with somebody. I get it. I'm moving on. But if you told me that the Taylor Swift catalog was selling for $225 million, I'd get it. I would actually expect for it to sell for more. Katy Perry, Katy Perry, $225 million just kind of kind of took me for a loop. I was like, wow. Because I thought that the the Bob Dylan catalog. Let me let me look that up. The Bob Dylan catalog, he sold his entire catalog. What did he get? Maybe a little bit more than 300 million. If Stevie Nicks sold her catalog for 100 million. Now listen, I understand that um uh, Stevie Nicks is not Fleetwood Mac, right? I understand these are these are two very very different different things. But if we're gonna go uh, for top ten songs of of all time, just so we're all perfectly clear, Katy Perry doesn't come close to listen to the wind blow the chain from Fleetwood Mac. Not close. We're not having debate here. I will leg wrestle you. By the way, who does leg wrestling? That's all I'm saying. That should be an Olympic event. Katy Perry has never done anything like that in her career. I'm sorry. I'm just say I'm. Just, uh, that's a comparison. I'm happy to make it. She can sell the, the the thing. I'm just. I didn't know there were that many songs. Dylan only gets three hundred. Dylan. I'm sorry. Just for tangled up in blue, he deserves three hundred million. The sun was shining. I was laying in bed, wondering if she'd change it all if her hair was still red. Her folks, they said our lives together sure was gonna be rough. They never did like mama's homemade dress. Papa's banquet wasn't big enough. Three hundred million. There you go. Just for that. Actually, for the whole Blood on the Tracks album. Blue. That's crazy. 
But I think they're right to sell. Like, I, I get it. Take the money, go home. Let somebody else deal with it. With how music's going and, and what AI might do and, 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 and what you're getting paid on downloads and, and the, the changing industry. Take the cash. Take the cash, go enjoy yourself. I'm going to sell my entire radio catalog. 55 bucks. And Matt Barrow, wash your car. I will, too. The House unable to bring the defense spending bill to debate because you had five conservatives join with the Democrats in saying no. These are all Freedom Caucus members. Rosendale out of Montana, Norman out of South Carolina, Biggs of Arizona, Dan Bishop of North Carolina, and Ken Buck of Colorado. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Uh, Yeah, there is a lot of unease. This rules vote was on an $886 billion Pentagon spending bill. And this all has to do with the shutdown. McCarthy wants the 30-day continuing resolution. Many Republicans are saying no. Why are we always backed into a corner and then continue to go about these policies? Well, we can't have government shut down. It has to stop. According to Representative Bishop, I took that I took down the rule as I vowed I would because the conference continues not to have moved 12 appropriation bills at the spending level agreed to in January. I assume leadership believes me now. Remember, these appropriations bills don't get passed. If they don't get passed, we will see a 1% cut across the board in all spending. That was the deal. That was the deal that McCarthy put together with Biden. McCarthy, of course, is is apoplectic. Think about what they're voting against. They're voting against even bringing the bill up to have a discussion about it to vote on. If you're opposed to the bill, vote against the bill at the end. That's actually weak sauce from McCarthy. Yeah, let's just bring it to a vote and then you can vote against it. Oh, look at what they voted against. Oh, look how terrible. McCarthy knew he was in a precarious position with this chamber since the beginning. But until this moment, McCarthy, for many people, well outperformed where we thought he would be. And people saying, oh, this didn't happen with Nancy Pelosi. No, it didn't happen with Nancy Pelosi. Democrats don't do this stuff. Democrats always do what they're told. Democrats are lemmings who all follow. And remember, Nancy Pelosi never allowed any debate anywhere at any time. She actually prevented debate from happening on the floor. She prevented people from doing their jobs. She was a lousy speaker in terms of actually believing in a republic, but a great speaker if you like authoritarians in heels. That was the best one. Kevin Walling over at Fox News said, and Speaker Pelosi never lost a floor vote, and she did it in heels. Yeah, Speaker Pelosi also got her hair did while other people were locked down because of COVID and hairdressers across the country were going out of business. She did that in in, in heels. 
Nancy Pelosi said uh, of people who were rioting uh, post George Floyd, people do whatever they're going to do. She did that in in heels. Oh, oh, Nancy Pelosi has she prevented people from being able to engage in debate. Did that in heels. A lot of things Nancy Pelosi did in heels. Let's let's all be perfectly clear. McCarthy's got issues, man. And this has divided Republicans. They are fully divided. Okay. Let the debate begin. If you ask me, I'm good with this. I want to hear the ways that they're thinking and what this might come to. I want to hear all the possibilities. That's exactly how we should work. Messy, sure. Messy. And Akeem Jeffries is going to laugh. Who cares? Messy is good. That way you know liberty actually is still a thing. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. So allow me to address the Mustang Mach-E that is in my garage right now. Because I didn't know that posting a photo to social media would involve the end of days. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Let's start with some basics. Andy Moore Ford is a sponsor. And they've been a sponsor in the past. And they're a sponsor now. And they're in Plainfield. And uh, you're looking for a new Ford or a used Ford. That's, that's where you go. Right? We support our sponsors. Gladly do it. Happy to do it. Chris Houston, the general manager over there, I've known for, for quite a few years. Excellent team. Happy to have them on. Well, we were talking. And he said, what we could use, Tony... Uh, what we want to see is more people looking at the electric vehicles we have, specifically the Mustang Mach-E and the F-150 Lightning. Now, electric vehicles gets everybody crazy. And I understand the issues. But the issue that people have when they actually take a moment is not about the concept of the electric vehicle. It's about the idea of force how government has been moving to force companies to make electric vehicles, the idea of going with an all-electric fleet of cars like I believe Volvo is doing. And I have argued on this show and will continue to argue that that is a mistake. There is a fantastic piece by Diana Roth over at National Review that UAW is singing the blues because of the Greens. If you take a look at what it takes to make a a green and an all-electric vehicle, you actually will reduce jobs. You need 40% fewer workers to produce an electric vehicle rather than a gas-powered car and light truck. So a lot of the companies are like, well, wait a second. The government wants us to go in this direction anyway. They're kind of forcing us to go in this direction. Uh, And and it'll mean less people. Well, there's more of a profit motive. Okay. I just think it's a bad idea to have government force. No, it's not a bad idea. It's an absolutely terrible idea to have government dictating what the market should do. The market has been very, very clear that it doesn't want all electric. And there have been through conversations, and we have discussed this here, where the electric market has softened and Tesla has softened and others. I don't not report the story because I have a sponsor. 
I will tell you that yesterday was the first time I got to drive an, an electric vehicle, driving this, this Mach-E. Um, I don't think you understand what infinite torque is uh, until you press down the gas. Thrown back in your seat as you hit the accelerator. It's nuts. Here, here's what I know so far. Uh, the car itself is actually beautiful. Uh, it has, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big guy, outrageously comfortable. My wife, a very small, she's uh, able to be very comfortable in it as well. Uh, the fit and finish is pretty solid. The features, I can't even figure out. I can't. Fig- I cannot figure it out. How, how much stuff there is to the vehicle. That their storage in the hood freaks me out as well. Uh, the trunk is pretty solid. Remember, it's kind of like a crossover SUV uh, type thing. If you take a look at my Facebook page, because I had posted to Instagram this picture and it went to my Facebook page. I forgot that it does it automatically. The vast majority of comments, that is not a Mustang. <laughs> and that's true. It is not... A Mustang is a Mustang. I don't know why they badged it that way. I thought it was the most insane thing in the world then. If they had just named it something else, there would be a lot less visceral reaction. A lot less visceral reaction. Uh, as, as a vehicle, things kind of built like a tank. I, o- I, I only drove it yesterday. Drove it, drove it home. Plugged in the charging doohickey. Oh, and the charging doohickey is a whole a whole thing. It drives unbelievably well. Unbelievably well. So I say that, I mean, I, I'm not kidding. Go support our sponsors. You want to look at it? Go to Michelle and Alora and Chris and everybody at Andy Moore Ford. I am never afraid to say go talk to a sponsor. Go to it. I am I am super impressed. And yes, Brian, I did say hit the gas on a Maki. I did, I did say that. Um, but Shane has it right. My bigger concern is that the U.S. power grid isn't ready for it. This goes back to the force conversation. If the market simply offered it, I wouldn't have an issue. And I don't. I don't have an issue with someone driving an electric vehicle at all. I have no issue with people driving a Tesla. What I always say about Tesla, it's not for me because that status symbol is ubiquitous. And I think that the, I, I absolutely believe the Mach-E is a more attractive vehicle. I believe that, that 100%. When it comes to electric vehicles, I've said this before on the show, full disclosure, I own stock in Rivian. Not enough to count, but I do. I tell you guys everything. I don't lie about nothing. I don't lie about anything. So what do I think of it so far? I think it's pretty damn cool. I think it drives unbelievably well. I think it's built like a tank. The speed is nuts, and it was very comfortable, and you should check it out. If, you, if that's what you're interested in. If you're interested in something else, get something else. But get it from Andy Moore Ford. That's what I would tell you to do. And I'll keep doing reports on it. By the way, there are now a lot of cars in my garage and driveway. I'm one car away from starting a used car lot. This is getting crazy. Uh, ask me about it when you see me. I'll, I'll tell you what I think of, of the Mach-E. Happy to.